Oh, you're gonna do more. You're gonna do more vi- uh, visuals for our podcast. I think you told me the other week, like we're all going YouTube. All the podcasts are <laughs> starting to just shut down, so it's gonna be YouTube. So you get great visuals I, like this. I, I feel like we're we're silent film stars in the uh, <laughs> the dawning of the the talkies, and we're trying to make the the transition. I, I uh, promise which, to oh, show but, nobody's but, personal data on my screen. So we get, <laughs> yeah, we like yeah. no bullying. Cool. We can't bully anybody. But um, I I want to lead off mm-hmm. with my dad joke. And because it's it's oh. so like it's so not of the season, like it's so past at this point. But why don't monsters eat ghosts? Well, it's not all that far off season. We're not that far beyond. We're we're already in Christmas. People are already putting up Christmas trees. <laughs> that that did uh, hit me square in the face as I walked into the grocery store today. All the Christmas candy and scented pine cones was absolutely there. Uh, it's just my way of delaying trying to think of an answer to your dad joke. You're, you're stalling it. so I'm bad. So why don't monsters eat ghosts? I don't know, Sean. Because they taste like sheet. <laughs> and we just got kicked off YouTube. Go. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I will save mine to the end just because we got to give someone, you know, hard listener something to wait for. So. Exactly. <laughs> so I let off with mine. How's it going, Brian? It's uh, it's going pretty good. Anytime you get to spend your weekend, we're recording this on a Sunday night. You get to spend your weekend with mountain bikers. Good good weekend in my book and i think you did the same right john yeah uh yeah but we did it in two two different ways in two different venues um so you know what what were you up to this weekend uh so a second grit event of the season we now have our two under our belt it was a week ago i was out at um out in wilkesboro um for the first grit event uh great trail system out there had a really good time beautiful fall weather uh, out there the colors were definitely uh, in bloom so to speak but that was the fall trail masquerade and then just this past weekend uh yesterday up in medoc mountain uh, we had been there before last season for the uh, disco fever uh, event with uh, the grit uh, crew a little bit chillier uh that morning 34 degrees as we got up there at the medoc mountain but uh, turned out to be a great day and uh so yeah great weather for both and just great seeing all the all the girls again coming together for the season that's cool. I've seen some cool pictures that have been going up that uh, that Shell's been putting out, and I saw one of Ron Cheney doing. Oh boy, this this may become like a league favorite. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry for anyone that didn't get to these two great events. I'm sorry you missed what was a fantastic skit from so uh, Leonard Van Hoos. Uh, he is our new Teen Trail Corps committee coordinator. So he's he's running, helping run our Teen Trail Corps program. And then Ron Chaney, both from Stanley Shredders. And if you recall, Stanley Shredders put in a ton of field uh, trail work last season. So they put on a skit, uh, basically uh, teaching the girls uh, uh, tools on the trail, you know, identify, name them, uh, how to dress for trail work, uh, how to stay safe uh, out on the trail. And it's just... Uh, I, I, I'll, I won't do it justice just in terms of the rocket Ron character Cheney <laughs> played, uh, to just make it funny and make it engaging. And so we kicked off both of those great events with the teen trail corps, uh, skip and just, a oh, really nice. good, yeah, just, uh, 
you know, to everyone, hey, this is part of being a mountain biker, taking care of the trails we get to ride on and uh, just leaning in a little bit to our 3000 hour goal uh, for trail work uh, this season. Cool. Yeah, very, very well received by uh, everyone in attendance. Those guys are pretty <laughs> nice. Nice. That sounds like fun. So yeah, um, I did a OTBS 101 for one of our new schools. So kind of take a moment to talk about some of our new teams that are coming on board. Um, Asheville School, uh, which is a private school in Asheville. They are fielding a team. Very excited. The school is really behind it. They have a bunch of really unique programs. Uh, They have a um, mountaineering program. It looks like they do a lot with experiential education, which is kind of right in our wheelhouse and went and did an OTBS one-on-one for them. They have three coaches that are going to be starting that program out. Um, they're really excited. And then uh, Cabarrus County uh, is spinning off new teams left and right. Uh, they've got two with Hope Academy and Concord High and Durham County has a new school-based team that they've spun out, and that's Riverside High School. And Wake County has one, the Broughton uh, Magnet School. So, you know, more teams coming on board as we've had, you know, some contracting of some teams. We've had some expansion of other teams, some breaking off and splitting out, uh, kind of the normal ebb and flow. But, you know, looking really good. Uh, and then, you know, we had perfect weather for our OTBS 101. It was great. Uh, got to see a really cool campus that has lots of topography. Like when you talk about ideal short course, like it was amazing. Um, nice. And we were setting up for the the normal skills instruction stage, just setting up the runway in the stage. Like we kept having to, to readjust to get it to where it was somewhere that was like slightly inclined because everything we did like if like at one point it felt like i was at in the start hub of, of a downhill like i felt like i'm just gonna release the brakes and just go shooting down like i'm not gonna need to pedal nothing like it's just gonna be awesome acceleration but climbing like and ascending this mountain yeah. must have been awesome <laughs> yeah it was <laughs> it was definitely just like everything was there like topography wise so it was very cool yeah nice um, great weather like i don't know about how you guys were uh, but you know, it was coolish in the mornings, but man, seventies, uh, just kind of ideal autumn. autumn. Yeah. We, we started pretty chilly, but finished the day just absolutely fantastic. Absolutely beautiful. And I, I'll tell you, uh, skills training was a theme this weekend. Then, uh, so let me mention, um, the great ambassadors have been doing a great job. So these two events, a lot of the ambassadors have led a lot of the activities. And so for this past one, uh, we had Ada Watson, uh, gather us adult coaches around and help. Uh, do some skills training uh, with the girls. That's a great preseason activity. So you'll appreciate this, Sean. Did some cornering work, uh, practiced some starts, uh, really good stuff. And so it was nice to see Ada uh, step up and uh, as her um, ambassador project uh, for the season, working on on skill work. Uh, the last grid event, just as an example, and all the ambassadors are doing great, but these two kind of stuck in my head. Um, Skylar Arnold uh, is uh, leading the GRET Mentor Program. Uh, so, yeah, brand new girls to the league. Come on in, be mentored, uh, be welcome to the league. Uh, and let me put a plug in for that now. Just if you are a new female student athlete in this league, please sign up for the mentor program. Uh, that information is in the grit coach resource folder uh, link to that on the website. Uh, we find 
those mentored athletes coming back a time and time again, just because they have a good introduction uh, into the league. So yeah, it's just great seeing um, the great ambassadors exercising a lot of leadership uh, within this program. That was a, a consistent theme across the two uh, great event systems. It's just great to see. Awesome. And I, I decided to spend the rest of the weekend in uh, kind of the Brevard area and got to go check out a new trail to me, went up and did uh, Chestnut Mountain, which a lot of people may have uh, be familiar with from um, Berm, Berm Peak. Uh, the whole Berm Park area was very cool. So that was that was a really cool uh, place to ride. The trails were really, really really amazing like there was some really cool stuff um there was one of the newer trails that was just like just a ripping descent and a surprising amount of climbing like they don't shy away from the fact that you you got to go up to go down uh so in about an hour and a half we ended up climbing about 1500 feet of elevation Mm -hmm. so uh doing multiple laps of things so that was that was very cool but it was very crowded like there was a lot of people there so it, it seemed like part of that whole idea of like building mountain bike trails as a way of attracting people to smaller towns like Canton is a small town and the, and was built around the paper mill. The paper mill is closing. Um, and so now there's this amenity and there were, there were license plates from all over the country. Like it was amazing. Like that was a destination that people were, were intentionally stopping at as they did some big road trip to Pisgah or something like that. So that was very cool. to yeah. see. That was pretty cool. I think I just saw a GMBN episode with that burn park on there yeah. so that word is definitely good now yeah it is yeah, pretty definitely close, for sure well uh season eight registration it's, like it's a thing wheels are wheels are in motion um the 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 data matches what what i i'm hearing i love getting out to any of our events because i get to talk to coaches and i get to talk to parents and certainly uh student athletes and there's a common refrain i'm hearing from some of the coaches like Wow, we have a lot of new kids signing up this season. <laughs> Great, good sign, awesome, uh, love it. But uh, you know, today now I look, looked at Pitt Zone this morning. We're at 453 registered student athletes. That is well ahead of where we were last season. I think you were making the point, Sean. A lot of those are high school athletes that usually come later uh, in the registration season. And so, yeah, good, good sign. 129 new ones which matches that that data point i'm hearing just from a lot of coaches are getting a lot of new uh kids uh signing up so that's fantastic uh awesome to see more kids on bikes is the mission more kids signing up there's more kids on bikes so yeah pretty happy to see that is is this the year that we break 900 oh i was gonna say a thousand but uh, sure (laughs) so so 900 is the it's it's like we stalled just below 900 so Breaking nine hundred feels like it's doable, and and you're 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 saying a thousand. That's that's your stretch goal, or that's your your conservative goal. Uh, we're on pace to do it. Uh, okay, right. we're on pace to do it. Like I said, uh, like like we mentioned, you get all those middle schoolers that typically are signing at this point to come to the table. Then yeah, we're we're going to be pretty close to a thousand, I think. But we'll see. Awesome. Still early. We're just over a month in, into it. So, <laughs> uh, well, you know, you know, uh, you and I have gone through the team preseason approval forms. A lot are tried out rides and team meetings and interest meetings and all those. So, you know, there's still another month or so of those type of engagements out there with the teams to get some folks to sign up. Awesome. I am wrestling with a cat who's trying to uh, get in the middle of everything. <laughs> all right. <laughs> 
Everybody wants to be a part of things this year, apparently. Excellent. So uh, you've got you've got something new getting ready to go happen. You know, we're we're getting ready to open up event registration, and you you've got some different things that you want to talk about with event registration for this year. So for our YouTube watchers, I just changed the background on the screen to our event schedule. Well, at this point, if you're going to describe them, then it's also for anyone listening to the podcast. But I'm not going to walk through each date. They're going to have to <laughs> actually watch this thing. Okay. <laughs> going through the trouble of, of putting the screen on. But yes, I, I do have the event schedule behind me. I think most folks know we announced that the last podcast that's been on the website for a while. Uh, what, what we'd like to announce here is on 13 November, we will open registration uh, for those events. Uh, so let me start just by saying... Um, go to the website for how event registration will work uh, for the season. I've laid it out. If you go to the Ride Now tab at the top and then scroll down to Register to Ride, you will see the event uh, registration section on there, uh, which lists a couple different ways you can register for events this season. So this is what's new. Uh, just like always, you can register by event. Uh, you can decide, hey, I can only make it to three of four, whatever it is, you can register by event. There, there's no change uh, there except for one, one caveat, uh, event uh, six, our state championship is a qualifying championship. So that won't open in, until probably the week or so before. We'll come out of that last race, the fifth race, and then we'll, we'll open up uh, the season championship uh, for that. But all the others, they're going to open 13 November. And you can register uh, for uh, each one individually if you like. Let me say right now, uh, there will be no refunds to our events. So take your time. <laughs> it, great if you're sure and you want to risk that, but uh, event registration will close like it did last season, the Sunday prior to that weekend occurring. So if you want to wait and see what the weather calls might look like, please wait. Uh, so there is time for that. Okay, here's here's what's new, Sean. And again, I've laid this out uh, on the website, but if anyone has any questions, please info at NorthCarolinaMTB.org. Uh, shoot me a question and I'm thinking through maybe Sean will put out an iterable email Monday just laying this all out for everyone. But uh, we have a basically a discount package. If you go into BitZone and sign up as you check out for your student athletes, sign up for every available event. So that's six of them, six total. Uh, again, not that state championship, but the five regular season races and that end of season festival uh, it's only $140 compared to 35 for each event. So you're basically, you're paying for four and getting six. Um, so we're going with a discount package this season. Again, that will be open 13 November. Just again, pay attention, select all six events in pit zone. When you check out that discount is applied and that's when you'll see the $140. Uh, again, if anyone has any questions about that info at NorthCarolinaMTB.org and we'll walk you through that. But we thought that was a fairly uh, attractive option for folks. Just if you're pretty committed, you know, you're going to be there. Uh, we'll we'll uh, charge you a little less for signing up early. Uh, those type of things that will expire uh, when we close that first event registration for Browns Creek discount goes away. Um, but, but again, there's time for that. You can wait until, you know, February to sign up for that discount package. Awesome. That, that sounds attractive. And also like, just to speak to cancellations, like we do everything we can not to cancel. Like we did some really creative things last year in order to have events um, when it looked like they needed to be canceled, but cancellations are always a last resort. It's not, 
getting up and going, ah, it might, it might rain this weekend. Let's go ahead and cancel. Like it's a, it's a fraught process. So you can feel rest assured that we're going to do everything we can to make an event happen. If it's at all humanly possible. This, this staff really racks its brain to try and pull things off. It, it, it was amazing to see it last season. We, we, you know, we took some up to the, the last minute uh, trying to pull some things off, but uh, you know, a lot of times, like we've said before, the, the venue manager will win. It's their, venue or uh safety and it's just we can't put 500 kids on a sloppy freezing course yep is what we ran into last season but uh yeah again so 13 uh november we'll open up uh, those events for registration and again you got a little bit of time but we wanted to let folks uh, sign up if they they felt compelled to do so awesome well you've been working hard on the sponsorship stuff and you've got yet another new sponsor kind of a returning sponsor yeah returning sponsor but let me change video background one more time <laughs> john because now now i know how to do it and i'm dangerous because i've got some, <laughs> some level of training uh to do this but uh yeah fit fidlock uh came on as a sponsor last season uh specifically to support our adventure program and some of our uh, listeners might remember seeing them at a couple of our events last season. Uh, Fidlock is known for the magnetic bottle attachments. So really easy to click your bottle on and off to your bike because it's got a magnetic attachment and it makes some bags, same type of thing, a magnetic lock uh, to your bike. So last season we thought, eh, pretty, pretty good adventure sponsor, you know, be equipped for the adventure with your magnetic uh, locks. And so they came on board last season. Uh, this season, have agreed to sponsors again. Thank you very much, uh, Fidlock. And the reason I put the uh, cover of the Adventure Passport uh, behind me is because on the back of a, each Adventure Passport, every student athlete will get, you will see the Fidlock logo with a QR code that will take you to their website. So you can go check out all their amazing products. And uh, we will see them uh, at the Whitewater Center on 18 November for our first uh, adventure event. They will come on site and have some products there uh, for folks to take a look at and the like, and it'll be great. So thank you, Fidlock, uh, for being a sponsor again this season to our adventure program. And something I didn't know when I went to the first event that they were at, which was Browns Creek. And I was like, oh, I've, I've seen, you know, I've seen people talk about this. Like I, I'd seen YouTubers talk about them. And he was like, he was like, look at your helmet. And so my helmet had a magnetic closure and he was like, we made that. And I flip it over and sure enough, it says Fidlock on it. I'm like, oh, okay. Like they're legit. Like they've been around, they're making stuff for, for, I think I had a, um, a Fox helmet on and it had that closure or maybe it was a Giro, but it was, it was a helmet and it was like, yeah, okay. Like these guys have been making stuff for these bigger companies for a while and now they're doing stuff on their own, which is pretty cool and yep. they're supporting us so that's pretty awesome too yeah i got a fidlock bottle on my cross-country bike it's really handy swap on and off clicks right back on there with the magnet it's a pretty nice piece of gear awesome uh kind of rolling into that like definitely want to want to point out that uh adventure event number one is happening november 18th and registration for that closes the 15th uh, so correct. if you're yeah. if you're one of the teams that that has registered for that, make sure that your student athletes are getting registered for that in pit zone before the fifteenth, and then the second adventure event is going to be on December second, and that will be is that Browns Creek again? That is Browns Creek. Yeah, uh, was just out there today with Shell. 
uh, our good friend Jeremy Cavanaugh from uh, Cape Fear Sorba. Some folks might know him. Jeremy helped with our timing team uh, last season, just given the the venue a preview. I think, <laughs> Sean, Sean, the adventure for Browns Creek, I know like, well, we, we go to Browns Creek almost every season. Yeah, but we only race three miles of the 16 miles of trail <laughs> there at Browns Creek. There's a lot to go look at at Browns Creek. It's a pretty fun trail system. Cool. So it'll be fun to see some stuff that we don't normally see because we've typically we've just kind of stuck to the same beaten path. And so to see some more stuff will be very cool. Pretty much. I think some commonalities across both of those adventure events. Uh, One, still space. So, yeah, still, if you're interested, please uh, sign up uh, for those events. Uh, Both venues have a camping option, both Friday and Saturday night. If you have to travel a little bit uh, to get there, you've got some pretty low cost camping uh, options in in both places. And just a reminder, uh, those student athletes will be the first to get that adventure passport for this season. We'll hand those out there and you can accomplish some of those activities at those adventure events. And so I think, uh, yeah, it'll be be interesting. It's a first for us. But uh, as we mentioned several times on this podcast, a lot of um, signaling through end of season surveys and certainly my talks with folks for more types of programming in the league. And this is our first uh, try at it. So looking forward to seeing, seeing how it goes and getting the feedback from folks. Yeah. And, and just as a reminder to, you know, head coaches and team directors, remember that these two events do not count against your preseason uh, events. So definitely make sure like if this is something that you want to do, like, just get registered for it. It's not gonna not gonna burn one of your your six events that you might be already planned out. This would be in addition to that, which would be very cool. Yep, and because there's space, you can do both. If yeah, your team schedule and student athletes want to do it, you can do both. That'd be fine. And that kind of brings us up to sort of the the big thing coming up this coming weekend. Uh, kind of end of the end of the week and weekend. Perhaps nothing more adventurous than an eight-hour uh, trip to Maryland for Nike's first ever uh, regional event. So yeah, you're, yours truly. Uh, what Sean? This will come out tomorrow, Monday, um, and then uh, I get on the road Tuesday. Going to go help set up on Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, so if you don't get email responses from me <laughs> for most of the week, it's because I'm in a campsite at Fairhill, Maryland, uh, helping set up for regionals and then running it on uh, Friday and Saturday, a day of uh, adventure rides and grit and pre-rides on Friday and then race uh, series on Saturday. And right now we've got uh, 20 student athletes uh, signed up to head up there to either race or do uh, some of the rides and good number of family members uh, headed up and some of our coaches take care of our uh, student athletes up there should should be a good time. we've certainly learned a lot about how to put together a regional event and we'll see what the future holds in terms of more regionals or perhaps a national uh, type of event that's what the the nike leadership is talking about right now so this is a good test uh, to see how it goes kind of special for me to be quite honest with you sean uh want to guess where my very first nike race was in 2018 was it at patapsco park Fairhill, Maryland, exactly. Fair Hill, okay. For, for the regionals. Yep. Yeah. Me and my son Ian, we showed up for our very first NACA race, and that's what hooked us. It was just one of the best run things I'd ever seen. You and I had talked about that before. We showed up to some adult races, and he's like, Where do I go? And when do I stage? And no, we just showed up, and John Posner, Fred Powell, the, the directors up there just have a good thing going. And uh, so it's good to go kind of back home too this week. So shout out to them for doing a good thing up there in Maryland helping put this thing together you get to go back to your mickle roots 
my Mickle roots. But it's pretty cool. It's community. So the current team director of the team I led up there reached out to me last week, said, hey, where are you guys set up in pit zone? We're ready to help, you know, bring you on in. And that's a mountain biker, Sean. Like, I just want you to have a good ride. That is the mountain bike community. Whatever the circumstances, let's just get you back on the bike and have a great ride, whether it's a race or a ride, doesn't matter. And so, yeah, that's that's what we're experiencing. We're doing that across uh, 11 state leagues, just helping everyone have a good ride. So, yeah, it should be pretty cool. That's Looking awesome. forward to putting out an event report on it when when I get back. Well, say hello to everyone for me while you're up there. Yeah, absolutely. I I think we're now ready for your dad joke. It it's like uh, what do I call it? Witches brew. And yes, I'm moving my hands again for all the you know, video viewers because it's just what I do. Yeah, I tell you, uh, shout shout out to Maddie Frost. I'll see if this. Uh, photo surfaces from this past weekend uh i was just um working with the girls to do basically wheel lifts sean mm-hmm. over a curb or something like that and you know the, the issue came up oh what about flat pedals because it's so easy with clip clip lists to bring up and i said oh you gotta gotta do the wedge with your feet to do that and like i've maddie's got some picture of me with my, my hands and like i'm top gun i'm just inverted it's just uh, <laughs> russell in the hands so i've got a witch's brew um, dad joke. So I've combined Halloween and disco, right? Those were our two grid events, fall trail masquerade mm-hmm. costumes and disco. Okay. So you're ready for this. I, I can't believe that I'm ready, but yes. Why didn't the skeleton want to go to the disco? I have no idea. Cause he had no body to go with. <laughs> there you go. Monsters, skeletons, like we didn't even coordinate that, Sean. That's the team our viewers and listeners have. And and for everyone who's made it this far in the podcast, that is that's the payoff right there. That's that's the that's the money shot. That's what you were waiting for. (laughs) Now you got it. Yeah, people are already marking their calendars for early December for the December. What what will he come up with next? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. But, you know, before we close, I'll give a shout out to the uh, Grit podcast. Uh, Those senior investor uh, projects I mentioned, those are the topics of the Grit podcast going forward month, month. A senior ambassador come on, describe their project. That's good to to listen to. So, yeah, give them a listen to. I can't promise any dad jokes out of that one. But, uh, yeah, they're they're doing a great job. I don't know. They they started the dad joke thing and then. They sort of dared, I think they dared Michael Eastwood and I to come up with, like, to tell dad jokes that were better than theirs. And that's well, how I definitely know the last episode has one on there because yours truly was part of, was the guest. Because <laughs> um. Michael would always, like, text Maddie in the middle of us taping to get his dad joke. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, well uh it's it's been a full weekend uh glad we were able to talk about kind of the all the cool stuff that's going on and you're you're going to be gone for most of the next week you're really good about turning on your email uh automated responder that's how i keep a track of where you're at because right. <laughs> my emails come back and i'm like oh okay yeah you can't can't talk to me but anyway have fun in maryland if i don't talk to you beforehand and uh be be sure to have a full race report from there 
for the yeah. next podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing our folks up there and certainly at our next two adventure events right after that, pretty much. So yeah, going to be busy between now and December for good preseason. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. See you.